Hello, fellow ink drinkers, and welcome back to the Blind Girls Book Talk podcast. My name is Aria. And I'm Belle. And we are two sisters who love reading and love books. And so what we've done is we've started this show in order to talk about what we like about books, what we wish we could change, all of that kind of stuff. This is a variety show, so we cover a bunch of different bookish content, and that can range from bad retellings of stories, book-to-movie adaptation comparisons, recent read talks, buddy read talks, really, the list does go on. But in today's episode, we are kind of doing kind of a bit of a part two on the Inheritance Games and all of the theories that surround this book series. Now, it's been a while since the last time we talked about the Inheritance Games. Both Belle and I did read the first book. However, I wasn't a huge fan personally. It definitely was more of a Belle book than it was a me book. So essentially, Belle said, you know what, I will just kind of read the rest of the series on my own. Well, it wasn't originally supposed to be any of that it was more so you wanted to read the first book i was reading the first book and we're just like oh let's just do it as a buddy read right yeah so it was a little bit different than that but still regardless the the point still stands you stopped i continued right and so bell has recently read the second book of the series which is what is the actual title of it The Hawthorne Legacy. Okay, because I keep calling it the Hawthorne effect, like in my head. And I do like the Doppler effect. Yes, it's like the Doppler effect or the butterfly effect. Either one. Chaos theory? Both. All of them. But anyway, so Belle has recently read this book. And so what we're going to do is the theories that we talked about last time was mainly why Avery was chosen in the will to inherit all the money and that sort of thing. From what Belle has kind of told me, though, this book, it answered some questions, but it also left a lot more questions. So it gives you like answers, but I don't think that's the real answer. So I'm kind of just like, I I don't know. A lot of stuff went down in this book. And so... Yes. So what we're going to do is we're going to try to keep it more in the lines of stuff that people will be theorizing about as opposed to just kind of going over the whole book and just kind of doing things that way. And of course, because of just the nature of all of this, going to say right now, there's probably going to be spoilers. So if you are wanting to read the book on your own, you don't like spoilers, any of that. Come back after you've read the book and then listen to us talk about it. So that out of the way, without further ado, what did you find out in this book? So ending of the first book, Xander was given the game from his grandfather. His game was to find Tobias Hawthorne II. That was his game. But it officially ends with Avery finding... A picture, I believe, if memory serves, a picture of her and her friend Harry, who was a homeless man back where she was from. And they played chess in the park together. And 
of course, then she realizes after talking to the great grandmother that Tobias is Harry. So second book starts with them, you know, trying to figure out this game. Xander, Avery, and Jamie sledgehammer their way into Toby's old room that has been blocked off since he supposedly died. And they sledgehammer their way in. More puzzles and riddles and games were to be found. And one of the things, they figure out that there is writing on the walls. He left, like, an unfinished poem. Okay. And in the unfinished poem, they needed something to rhyme with the word all. So then they all figured out it was the writing on the wall. Okay. So they go into his room. Of course, there's no writing on the wall. And Hawthorne's Love Invisible Ink. So they get black light, and on every single wall in his room, it's just like a diary of everything. Here you find out that Toby had been lied to. Okay. And from there you find out that Toby was adopted. Oh. Okay, so that's definitely not where... I don't think anybody saw this going. No, it just gets worse. So you find out Toby's adopted, and then once you find out Toby's adopted... Then it brings into the question of, is Avery related to Toby? If anybody remembers from the first book, if you've read it or listened to our talk, the first book brought into question if Avery was related to the Hawthorns. Yes. So, the two sisters are blood. Toby's the only adopted. So, it brings into question, is Toby avery's father or they are they blood related in some way which then would make sense as to why the grandfather left everything to her well more stuff goes down death threats a lot of stuff happens jeez old peds there was a lot i was talking to ari about this earlier and i'm like oh yeah a bomb went off and she's just like what (laughs) oh yeah there's there's an explosion (laughs) it definitely sounds like this book kind of jumps the shark a bit it does it's nuts and yeah so through the game they have to then solve the game that the grandfather left for his daughters sky and zara So they played the daughter's game. They end up finding out who Nash's father is and who Grayson's father is. And you don't really get much from that other than Grayson's father wants nothing to do with Grayson. And you don't really find out much about Nash's father. Okay. But Avery sends her sister Libby and Nash ends up going with Libby to try to find Toby. Because she asked her lawyer to do it, and her lawyer's like, yeah, we can't find him, blah, blah, blah. So then she sends her sister and Nash, and they go, and they try to find him. He's not there. However, they find somebody who mistakes Libby for Avery and hands her a letter from Toby. And inside the letter, it just says, stop looking. Oh, okay. So like, he doesn't want to be found and everything else. So this book is pretty much Toby's kind of puzzle the puzzle of toby on what happened that made him disappear such as like the fire on hawthorne island and so kind of like his a bit of his backstory essentially yes just not told by him right so closer to the end of the book you find out that in the beginning of the book once they find the writing on toby's walls Avery recognizes the handwriting. It is the handwriting of the signature of her father's name on her birth certificate. 
Oh. So then that brings into question, in reality, of is Toby Avery's actual father? And he just signed it, Ricky Graham's. Right. So everything happens. And you find out then that she asked for a DNA test done of, of Ricky. Ricky is her actual father. And then she gets kidnapped and everything. And you find out the secret from book one of her mother's game. For those of you who may not remember, the game was, I have a secret. Can you guess it? Her mother could always guess Avery's secret. Avery could never guess her mother's. And her mother's secret was, I have a secret on the day you were born. You find out what that secret was from Toby. So after she was kidnapped and Toby saves the day and rescues her, he tells her the secret. So Toby and Avery's mom had fell in love. Okay. Okay. Well, he gets his memory back of the island and everything he did. And you find out that he wanted to kill himself. Avery's mom stopped him and is like, no, you're not doing that. And then he's like, okay, well, then I'm going to turn myself in. She's like, no, you can't do that either, because one of the people that you accidentally killed, it wasn't his fault. It wasn't his fault at all. But in this accident, one of the people killed was Avery's aunt. So her mom's sister. Oh, okay. Okay. So she's like, you can't go to jail and turn yourself in because we run a drug cartel. (laughs) (laughs) my family runs a drug cartel and so um if you go to jail you'll be killed like that can't happen so toby starts on the run okay all all that happens so he sends her postcards all the time and her mom kept them but never figured out what it was because invisible ink because it's the hawthorns right But she also wrote him postcards of everything to do with Avery. So, like, her first steps, her first word, you know, all that. So, Toby, after rescuing Avery, tells her the secret. The secret was that there was a horrible storm the night Avery was born. A a horrible hurricane. The worst Toby had ever seen. And he just wanted to see her mom. That's all he wanted. Her mom was never supposed to see him. Nothing. Okay? Okay. So she goes into labor all alone. Like, Ricky is MIA. She's all alone. She goes into labor. The storm hit. An ambulance can't get there in time. So Toby delivers Avery. Okay. Then comes up her name. And her name, Avery Kylie Grams. Kylie after her aunt. The aunt that died in the fire. Right. Her mom's sister. That's where her middle name came comes from. Which, okay, tangent, I'm sorry, but Avery really got me mad on this because I figured it out as soon as she figured out that it was her aunt. I figured out that was what her middle name meant. It mm. took her till the end of the book to figure that out. Jeez. After Toby started telling her this, then she figured it out. I'm like, are you kidding me? It took you that long. It's one letter missing, girl. Like, come on. But anyway, so then he continues to tell her, you know, your middle name, your mom had picked your last name, Grams, for your father. Mm -hmm. Her mom didn't like the first name that her dad picked, which was Natasha. She Mm -hmm. hated the name. So she looked to Toby to help her name. And Toby said, I couldn't resist a very risky gamble. And that's Mm -hmm. what I took that night that's what I took the night of the fire. Everything in my life has been a risk, a, a very risky gamble. Mm-hmm. So that's how Avery got her name. So that that's the big secret 
that her mom hid from her. And then you find out that Toby then left when the ambulance came. And when she and Avery were in the hospital, he showed up to check on them before he vanished again. The least he thought he could do was sign the birth certificate for her. Mm -hmm. So he signed it Ricky Graham's, but it's in his handwriting. Right. So then her name has Toby's fingerprints all over it. That's now the theory of why she was picked. Is because of her name. Is it because of her name or is it because, oh, what's his name? Like the billionaire guy. Tobias. Yes. Did he just kind of find out that his adopted son was alive? He knew. He knew from the beginning. And like you find out he buried a lot of stuff that went on with the fire. So the fire on the island that killed three people and made Toby go into hiding was him and two other guys, they were in a bad place, they were doing drugs and all this, and they went across country and blah, blah, blah. Well, Toby made a comment of wanting to burn it all down. Okay. So then Grayson's father's nephew, who was with Toby, said, I dare you to do it. Toby buys a bunch of accelerant and goes to the island. And at some point in time, they grab avery's aunt i don't know you never really find out with that one Mm -hmm. but i honestly i don't care (laughs) right but you find out that they douse the house in accelerant and they turn on the gas well a storm hit lightning struck oh gosh so that's what caused the fire nobody set anything on fire because their plan was they were going to turn on all the gas douse the house house in accelerant and watch it burn from a safe distance right but the the storm storm hit oh killed the three of them and made toby go into the ocean and have amnesia oh my gosh yeah this is what i read (laughs) this is wild i know some of it i was like okay yeah i figured that pretty early in the book you find out that he most likely had amnesia Right. Which, I mean, again, that would make the most sense out of all of it. Mm-hmm. So the grandfather always knew that Toby was alive. So, like, when Avery told him her name, the theory is he knew that it was Toby's doing. Yeah. So, okay. So I guess then this is my personal theory just from hearing you talk about all of this but my personal theory is that he was just kind of like this little girl is somehow important to my adopted son presumed dead but isn't really dead so therefore i want to include her in all of this because she was important to him see i don't know because now it's the whole thing of is she a player Why did Tobias pull Avery onto the chessboard? What part does she actually play? Because the first book was, is she to bring the boys together? Which she kind of was. She was in a way. But you also find in the game that he left for Sky and Zara, he says in the letter that's found at the end of the game, it says that he's sorry for everything that happened. And that pretty much so much has happened that none of his family should bear it. Mm. That's why he didn't leave them the inheritance. Because in the first will, all of his stuff went to charities. It was split up between four charities. But then it was revised later to be 
left to Avery. Right. Okay. But the will is still similar. That's kind of what you find out that he didn't want... Either way, none of the family was going to inherit anything. Tobias more so saw everything as something went wrong. Like something drastic happened. Mm -hmm. Whether or not he's referring to the fire or what he's... Or something else. or, Or what he's referring to. But he's referring to something. Right. And in which case, why did he include Avery? That's my thing. If you kind of figured out by her name that your son named her and you didn't want your descendants to inherit all that happened, why would you leave it to Avery when you know she has a tie to your son? The old man wasn't stupid. He knew. Yeah. I don't... mm. It doesn't make sense. Like, do you see what I'm getting at? Like, I see what you're getting at. But at the same time, like, part of me is just kind of like he didn't want like whatever he's referring to, whether it be the fire or something else that hasn't happened yet. Like, or well, not hasn't happened yet. That we don't know about. Haven't known about yet. Like, if he thinks that the money is going to do something with that, then why not give it to somebody who could use it like for you know her to make a life for herself see but here's the thing if he originally had it set that it was all to go to charities yeah but good charities <laughs> why include this girl so you kind of have an answer but you kind of don't essentially exactly so so we're still back to the same thing of why did he include her we now pretty much have an answer as to why he picked her because of her name. So why include her if you didn't want any of your family to be in on any of it? Right. But okay, so the new book is coming out soon, right? Yes, it comes out in August. Okay. So does this book end in a way that you kind of like there are more games to do? Okay, so I liked the first book ending better because the first book ending pretty much ended with Pretty much right away, you knew what was coming. Right. Which was, find Tobias Hawthorne II. Right. You knew that's what was coming. Right. This one, it doesn't. It doesn't have anything like that. It ends with her pretty much picking the brother she wants to be with. But, like, the book also had a lot of character development for Avery. The beginning, it starts with on page 15. So, like, this is early on in the book. She says that the trick to being abandoned was to never let yourself long for someone who left. Mm. In, In which case, she starts referring to her father and everything else that happened. And then more stuff happens. And you find out that in another language, the boys say pretty much that Avery matters and that they must protect her. And then while she's in the coma... She hears Grayson and Jamie conversing, in which case you find out in the first book, you know, Jamie's like, oh, you're just a puzzle. You're just a game. That's all you are. Mm -hmm. And in this one, he said she stopped being a puzzle, a riddle, a mystery, a game a long time ago. Mm -hmm. I'm not playing anymore. Right. And so then, you know, she realizes pretty much that it would be him. She needs to let go of the girl she was and start accepting who she's becoming. Okay, that makes sense. So, 
Well, and maybe that's the thing. Maybe she is, the whole reason why she's picked is so that she kind of goes from being a puzzle or a game to being, to being a, player. a player. That's what I'm wondering. Because I keep thinking back to the first book, how Nash told her, you're one of two pieces. You're the knife or the glass ballerina. Right. You have to decide which you are. And I think through this all, she's been a puzzle piece. If I'm going on how I think this series is going to go, I think the third book is going to be more so about her being a player and not necessarily a piece in everybody else's puzzle. Right. Right. Like, and I, probably, like, I think this is going, like, the, the last book, she's going to find something that's her actual puzzle left by Tobias. Right. Something that was previously missed. Yes. Okay. And that would make sense. And I feel like that would be a fitting way to kind of end the series. I don't know if it's supposed to be a trilogy or not, but... Yes, it is. Okay. So we'll see. All right. Well, we want to thank you guys for coming along today and listening to us talk about these inheritance games theories. If you have any, you know, theories of your own, hey man, let us know because... Some of this stuff is really leaving me scratching my head. Now, granted, I haven't read the book personally, but it's still kind of out there for me. Regardless, if you like the episode, if you like us, if you like what you're listening to, please consider sharing it with your friends. It really does help us to grow the show if you are able to do that. And if not, that's okay as well. And then what are we going to be talking about next time, Belle? Next time, we are doing a bookish version of How Well Do We Know Each Other? All right. Well, that will be very interesting. So we will see you guys next time. Bye. Bye.